Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Time For Us with me, your host, Danielle Wallace. That's me. Thank you for making the time for us today. Let's get into it. Today's subject matter is on the concept of platonic friendships. We're going to look at what does it mean to have a platonic friendship and also unpack the question as to whether you can be friends with someone that you find sexually attractive. Can you be friends with someone that you want to fuck, that they want to fuck you? (laughs) It's putting it very bluntly. You know, that sexual chemistry that exists between people. Can you be friends with someone if that's in existence? Are we able to compartmentalize the idea of friendship and chemistry and sexual attraction? What does it mean? These are the puzzlements with which I'm faced. And the one way I know how to get through any puzzlement in my life is to jump on a podcast and have a very public discussion about it. So here we are. What is the foundation of a platonic friendship? Do they exist? The reason we are gathered here today to discuss this is because it's something that has kind of cropped up as a recent pondering of mine. And I'm going to start from the top. Why not? How did we get here? So if I reflect on my life, and I'm now 30 years old, as I've said many times on this podcast, but I like to reiterate that because I feel like I have a fair amount of life experience and I've outgrown those teenage angsty years of confusion and not really knowing, I guess, any boundaries probably, having not enough life experience to evaluate friendships properly, or even, you know, like basically when you're younger, you just behave like a bit of a brawn, and I've done all those things. I have exhibited much brawn-like behavior and have also been granted the blessing in my current life phase of developing genuine male friendships. So when I say platonic friendships, what I mean specifically is can you be in a friendship, a purely non-sexual friendship with someone of the sex or the gender that you find attractive or that you are sexually attracted to. So it doesn't necessarily have to be male-female dynamic. I'm heterosexual. So for me, that would be the dynamic at play. But for anyone else, it's just the general idea that can you truly be friends with someone in the realm of gender that you find attractive sexually? So having moved to Cape Town in 2019, I think I can say quite safely that that has been, or these few years that I've been in Cape Town have been the first time in my life that I've had the pleasure of building honest platonic friendships. If you had asked me this question several years ago when I was younger, I would have definitely have said to you, absolutely fucking not. For most of my life, I have not had any male friends to be honest with you I've definitely been friends with like my friends boyfriends you know that kind of a social scene or my boyfriend's friends I definitely can be friendly with men I definitely can be your mates and have a beer with you and have a lach and go to the braai and you know do all of these friend-like things and activities in group settings but I have not necessarily had the dynamic in which I would confide deeply with a male I'm saying male as I said because I'm heterosexual so just for the sake of me communicating clearly that's just how it's going to have to be so I can make sense to myself and don't confuse myself but I have not had any male friendships 
for most of my life. If I think back on why that is, I would say that I think it's got a lot to do with the fact that it's taken me a very long time to trust men. I know that old chestnut, eh? That old fucking chestnut. I'm sure it gets so boring to hear over and over from every which angle in life. But genuinely, that is how I've felt. In my experience, any friendship that I've had or any interaction that I've had with men in which I thought we were friends always seemed as though there was an ulterior motive. I always felt as though they, if they had the opportunity, if the gap arose, if I just gave them the smirkiest of smirks or sat a little bit too close to them on the couch, that the friendship that I thought, I guess we would have had would devolve into something sexual. So that's quite interesting to me. And I think for that reason, I've always kept men at arm's length. I'm like, listen here, TBH, don't need this bullshit in my life. Appreciate it so much. We can be friendly, but you're absolutely not my friend. So throughout my life, I've always been more of like a woman's woman. I've had lots of girlfriends, very fortunate in that regard. I find that quite interesting when you reflect on how in life you also get women who are predominantly friends with men. Fascinating how you get different types of people. I'm one of those people who has always gravitated towards women because as I said, did not trust men for shit. And for the most part, I'm sorry to say, I trust few, I trust a few of you. My heart is opening up to the idea that there really are lovely, beautiful men out there. I've had firsthand experience with that. But generally speaking, you know, I don't think that that discomfort or that weariness comes from nowhere. Having moved to Cape Town, and I guess it's also a combination of various factors, like dating someone who is secure in themselves. So dating Aaron and my relationship has afforded me the opportunity of cultivating friendships with people of the opposite sex, with men. There are some instances, and you know, there are partners that are not comfortable with that. Luckily for me, I don't have one of those partners. And Aaron's trust in me, and also seeing Aaron's relationships with women. Aaron has many, many, many girlfriends. Honestly, many close, incredible female friends. When we first started dating, he would always be like, oh my God, I'm so excited for you to meet my best friend. And then he'd be like, there's always someone. He'd be like, meet my best friend Marina. She's Spanish, la 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 la. She's coming down to Cape Town, you must meet her. And obviously, I wouldn't say that it was like, the initial feeling was one of suspicion, but it was one of, hmm, okay, interesting. Let's see what this is actually like. And time and time again, without fail, every single one of Aaron's female friends that I've met had the pleasure of meeting, had the honor of meeting, have been the most sublime, incredible woman. And I think seeing his dynamic with platonic friendships and having close really close, intimate and loving, genuine relationships and friendships with women inspired me and created a really safe space for me to think about things a bit differently and to be open to, I guess, explore the possibility that I could do the same. So I love you, Erin. Thank you so much for allowing me, (laughs) allowing me, Jesus. But yes, I guess like, thank you just for being you. That's all. By virtue of my relationship, as I've just explained, I have been able to build these friendships with men. I have not many guy friends. Sorry to anyone that's listening who's like, I thought I was your guy friend. 
yes you probably are my guy friend but they i have legitimately probably like three i would say three your i'm just laughing if anyone's hearing this and they're like wondering if it's you you're wondering if you're on the list ha 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 yes i probably have like three really close guy friends like i would consider best guy friends i have three guy friends that i would say i can spend an entire night one-on-one with like Aaron can be in america traveling for work i can be in cape town you know holding down the bunker and a friend will come in town or i'll be like you know what i'm keen to go for a glass of wine one of those friends is matthew nielsen i recorded a podcast with him fairly recently check it out he's amazing i'll be like maddie what are you up to i can phone matt matt and i can go for a beer together matt and i have spent you know evenings drinking far too much together and ending up painting watercolor artworks on our lounge on my lounge floor and getting into the deepest of conversations matthew and i have sat where i've read him my poetry and he's helped me edit my poetry because if you've listened to the podcast you'll have a clear understanding that he is an absolute wordsmith you know that's an example of a friendship that i have with a man who i love dearly that is entirely platonic and i know that because there is no sexual chemistry there is none of that you know blurred lines or there's no gray area there and i think it's really special and really sacred that i get to have that experience another one of those friends is my friend yatish um, I'm not getting into the whole list, although that's like two of them. There might be more. But Yatish is also one of my nearest and dearest friends. And him and I can go on a solo jaw. We've gone to Modular, just the two of us, on like a Wednesday night. And, you know, drinking and partying and in bed by 3 a.m. And I'm just so lucky that I get to experience that. And also with the freedom of knowing that none of my actions are being called into question. I think that's testament to my character, but it's also testament to the quality of my relationship, which I'm really grateful for. So let's get into interrogating this topic a little bit further. And I think the reason that we're here today, the reason we're gathered here today, as I've already said, I've experienced platonic friendships that I've just described, that I can say they truly do exist, in my opinion. But there are also those friendships, which you are friends with someone, but maybe there is an underlying thing. Maybe there is an unspoken chemistry And I guess the question then is, can you be friends with someone knowing that there's a sexual attraction or attraction in general? Can you be friends with someone? And what is a platonic friendship? Because I guess in circumstances in which you have a friend, which I do, and I'm going to say friend, we don't know, the verdict's out. (laughs) The verdict is out on if we actually are friends, to be honest. But I have someone that I'm in a, a... I don't want to say relationship because that sounds weird as well, but like a friend, a friendship, I'm not sure yet, that we definitely have known each other for a while. We've connected over the years. I do love this person. I do care about them deeply. I enjoy being around them. They're lots of fun. They're great. You know, a really, really nice person. But there is some kind of, I guess, like a mutual attraction, but there's also some kind of like a, I don't know, an unspoken something or other that it makes me wonder then are you friends does the existence of some kind of a intangible unspoken chemistry erode the concept of being true friends with someone let's get into it a little bit further shall we 
to define platonic friendship. I'm going to read something that I got off of Healthline on the interwebs, and it says this. Platonic friendship might seem a little redundant at first glance. After all, friendships are platonic by definition, right? Platonic friendship specifically refers to friendship between two people who could, in theory, feel attracted to each other. At some point, one or both people might experience some passing sexual tension or briefly wonder, what if we did try dating? It may seem like the relationship could go either way, continue as friendship, or turn toward romance. If you experience these feelings and decide to keep what you have, your friendship remains platonic. Interesting. I will touch on that a little bit later because I demanded, I had like a a hostage panel discussion, if you can call it that, with a group of friends last night over some beers. We are in Lisbon, lucky us, it's amazing. All drinking beers outside and I was like, attention, attention, everybody, I'm gonna record a podcast, what is your opinion? Give me some insights and I will touch on that just now. I also think it's worth clarifying what a platonic friendship is not, okay? That helps a lot. It's not friends with benefits, I think that goes without saying, although I'm not entirely sure, maybe it doesn't go without saying. If you're fucking your friend, it's not a platonic friendship. (laughs) Just a word to the wise, okay? That's a little golden nugget that you can pass on to your grandchildren. If you're fucking your mate, it is not a platonic friendship. Okay, friends with benefits out the fucking window. Sorry for you. Unrequited love. So a platonic friendship is not unrequited love. If you have a crush or something stronger on one of your friends. Maintaining a friendship is still possible, but you couldn't consider that friendship platonic if you are holding onto a kind of romantic hope. This third one is the clincher for me because I think the third one that I'm gonna mention to you now is the entire basis of why it's taken me 30 years on planet Earth to have the open-heartedness to be friends with penis owners. Friendship with an ulterior motive. So becoming friends with someone with the hopes of eventually dating them or banging them is not a platonic friendship and is also somewhat dishonest. I think the the air of dishonesty or the smog of dishonesty has always has lingered over a few of my interactions with with men who pretend to be your friend, I guess. You know, if you're a nice person and if you're not half bad looking... I think generally that's that that smog is something you've got to you've got to keep you got to check sharp for it because it lingers. So those are the things that a platonic friendship is not just BT dubs. As I said, I had the hostage consensus and the overall feedback that I got from everyone is that yes, everyone agrees platonic friendships are possible. I think in our friendship group we do have the dynamic in which people have those friendships like we literally bear witness to them or are in experience of them day in and day out which we're quite lucky to have and I asked this question on my Instagram as well so I'm going to read you let's hear from the readers let's hear from the listeners that's actually what I should say and I shouldn't search a jingle like let's hear from the listeners okay here you go we have a few responses and I'm just gonna skim over them this was an instagram question i put out and these are the responses i got this is from 
I don't know who, a, a gentleman. I think I'm going to keep everyone anonymous. I'm not really sure. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Nah. If it was anonymous, you would have said, keep me anonymous, right? So we have John O'Brett. Yes, if they are mature enough and have enough respect for the other person, then yes. We have Leah Arnaldi. Yes and no, it depends. Once you're in the friend zone, there is no getting out. Gabby Kempen, 100%. Sindor Kalula, one. I think this is probably 100 million percent because there's a lot of zeros in this percentage. Sharon, absolutely. Matthew Nielsen, speak of the devil. Absolutely, as long as they don't find their friend attractive. We have Vivian saying 10,000%. My best friends are my guy friends. Monique, only if you're not attracted to them. Otherwise, no. Gia, definitely. Especially if the cons of hooking up outweigh the pros, like ruining a friendship. Then we have Bridget. I think all relationships are a degree of attraction and that continuum is long. I agree with that. I 100% agree with that, Bridge, and we will touch on that as well. Um, another person, Edor, all in all, yes. Sam, of course. Sometimes having someone as a friend is more valuable than having them as a romantic partner. And if you are able to acknowledge that, then platonic friendships are totally possible. So the general consensus is, yes, it's doable. But I think the caveat is not if you are attracted to them. So while I hear ya, I seriously hear ya. And maybe it's a case of wanting to have your cake and eat it. And maybe it's also a case of human nature. And I'm, I'm just speaking on my own experience. I'd like wanting to also keep something or someone around because it excites you. Or that feeling of, you know, wanting to be wanted. Who doesn't want to be wanted? Who doesn't love being wanted or being desired? Is it that? Like maybe it's all of these things that add a little bit of extra, a little bit of salt, a little bit of extra pepper to life that is making me come to this conclusion personally, which is that I think that obviously, yes, you can have platonic friendships, but I wouldn't say that if you're attracted to someone that that should be a reason you can't be friends with them. Okay. So one of my friends who we were chatting about this with last night, she mentioned attraction and so did Bridge earlier. And I think that's something that's paramount to mention because fundamentally relationships are born of attraction. The people that you gravitate towards, the people that you choose to spend your time with, the people that make you, I guess, feel good in their presence are generally people that you are attracted to. And this covers, I guess, all spectrums of relationship. It doesn't necessarily have to be romantic or sexual, but attraction, I think, is the spark of a friendship, of any relationship. You know, you need to find this person attractive to you in some way. You are attracted to them, and that's why they enter your orbit. That's one way of looking at attraction. And then there's also, I guess, sexual attraction. So for me, if I think about sexual attraction, and I have had this conversation with Erin as well. Like we, we've discussed this stuff very, very openly. And I think that it's completely natural and completely normal to be sexually attracted to other people in general. If you are in a relationship like me, I'm in a monogamous relationship. If you're in a monogamous relationship and you're committed to the person, but you go through your life and you, and you see someone and you're like, wow, they're actually attractive. You find someone sexually appealing. You find someone hot. You find someone attractive. I don't think that that's something that you should crack down on yourself for obviously then that comes down to boundaries and respect for your partner it's not to say you need to act on those feelings but feeling those feelings is completely normal okay 
There's no fucking way in hell that you're going to go through your whole life and only be sexually attracted to one person. Cut yourself some slack. You heard it here, probably not first, but it's okay to find other people attractive. It's okay to have chemistry with other people that are not your partner. Because in my opinion, what a fucking gift as well. Like life is so dimensional. Life is such a kaleidoscopic experience that within the container of trust that you have with your partner, and in this instance, I have a partner, is an absolute gift to explore. That's what life's about. And in all honesty, I feel like it would be a shame to cut yourself off from the rest of the world because you are scared of finding someone sexually attractive. This is not to say go put yourself in precarious situations or do if you want to. If you want to learn some lessons, 100%, put yourself in precarious situations and you will learn real quickly what you came to learn. You know, you're not putting yourself in a situation like that if there's not something you're seeking. So seek and you will find. Knock on the door will be opened to you. I think it would be a waste of the beautiful experience that is this life to close yourself off to people. And in fact, interestingly enough, I would even say that's a commentary on self-trust. If you trust yourself, if you trust yourself, then entering that arena where things are more fluid is something that's a bit easier because you have an awareness, you have a level of self-trust and a level of self-love and love for your partner or love for those around you to navigate that territory without shitting your pants in fear that you're going to fuck it up or that you can't control your primal behavior, our primal tendencies. That's it. I would challenge you and I would challenge myself to be the evolved, conscious and aware people, species that I hope to God we really are, or at least that we pretend to be. Wouldn't it be quite a depressing and pitiful thing if we felt as though we could not trust ourselves enough to venture into the experience of a friendship or even a relationship with a person you are attracted to or has things to offer you just because you are scared that you can't trust yourself. We are not Neanderthals, although we might behave like them here and there. I think that even testing yourself, challenging yourself in this regard is an opportunity for growth, if anything. It's an opportunity to learn about yourself and it's an opportunity to learn about the other person. Once again, I give you a disclaimer because I think all my podcasts need to be completely speckled with disclaimers. Everything that I'm outlying now in terms of opening yourself up to the experience of getting to know someone, considering the fact that things are not simply black and white, should all be explored within the container of trust and respect. For your partner if you're in a monogamous relationship but also for yourself and for the other person if we look at the idea of a friendship because it's like platonic relationship but then also friendship friendship is a relationship obviously but one that involves trust it involves communication it's 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 a kind of relationship that as i described with some of the previous examples i've given of my guy friends in which I can confide in you. You can, you and I can talk about real shit. We check in with each other. We can even talk about whatever the fuck, but there's a genuine give and a take. There's a genuine vested interest. I like being around you. I care about you. You add value to my life. That is a friendship. We all have those friendships. We all, I hope, are lucky enough to experience true friendship. 
And I think that that, I guess, for me is also, that's the barometer with which I would evaluate if it's worth pursuing a dynamic in which there is a sexual chemistry it would be the question of is there friendship and if there's not that's fine but then that means that this dynamic is something else you know you have to go into it with open eyes developing a friendship with someone you are sexually attracted to requires a certain level of self-awareness and emotional maturity in order for us to approach these friendships with a clear perspective in closing here's what i think and i think it's worth adding that my opinion might very well change in fact it's likely to because as i've already iterated i believe in fluidity and the idea of uncovering new knowledge and changing your mind and making it up again and not being rigid and steadfast in a mindset and clinging to that only I don't think anything in life is black and white. And I don't think that there are any hard and fast rules to what a platonic relationship is. Or maybe not platonic. Okay, we've established that platonic relationships can exist between friends if they are of the gender or the sex that you are attracted to. I think we've established that. In terms of the realm in which we add the extra spice of saying that there's a sexual chemistry, my opinion on the matter is that I think you can still be friends with those people and I wouldn't say to close yourself off to the experience of gravitating towards someone who has some value to add to your life because society has a rule that says you can't be friends with someone. That said, tread lightly, but more than that, the most important thing is awareness. It's self-awareness and consciousness. I think if you are aware of yourself, if you're aware of your own intentions, if you have enough capacity to observe the situation from a higher point of view to evaluate the other person's intentions to try and gauge what they might be in pursuit of within your relationship that it doesn't go to say that having someone in your close proximity or pursuing a friendship or a relationship with them has to be entirely off the table that's my view that's how i see it i was listening back to some of the things that i said now and uh, sorry to all the guy friends i don't know i'm making it sound like i have a bajillion guy friends but it might be more than three so don't be offended if your name is not matthew nielsen or your dish and then you're like am i the third person there probably are more than just three really close guy friends but in terms of the level of depth that i described that's the kind of level of depth that i cultivate i wouldn't say demand but maybe i would like even demand from my female friends you know that's kind of what i would consider a friendship to be for that reason that's what i would expect of a deep male friendship if i was to say that we were honestly friends outside of that i think you know life is nuanced and there's many layers to things i think it's a matter of being open to learning and taking every situation as a unique and individual situation because ultimately we are all unique individuals so there's no blanket rule that applies unfortunately unfortunately i guess everyone has their own different moral compasses there might be some people listening to this thinking danielle you are smoking your socks i'm pretty sure that that must be something that people think in general sometimes i think that sometimes i'm even like danielle what flavor sock did you smoke today it's this is giving some serious socky smoking vibes you know what i don't hate it at all awareness and intention are the two key words i think that we should all jot down in trying to establish whether pursuing a relationship with someone outside of your monogamous relationship is something that's i guess safe to do only you can answer that question
And only I can answer that question. That's, I guess, that's, I guess, the bewildering conclusion we have come to. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. New episodes are out every Wednesday. If you enjoyed my podcast, please, will you follow me on Spotify? And will you please also do me the honor of rating my podcast on Spotify? If you have any comments or opinions on this, please, I beg of you, message me. Please message me. I am dying to unpack this further. If I added more confusion to the table, I don't know. I was going to say incredible, but yeah, maybe incredible. Maybe we need to sit and grapple with these things more. The one thing that we know for certain coming out of this is that nothing is black and white. And I would love to hear your viewpoints on it. As per usual, thank you so much for making time for us. And I will catch you on the flip side, baby. Bye.